Welcome to A Story Worth Loving, where we embark on a mission to create a safe, unpolished space for individuals to share their impactful stories. Join us as we journey from the depths of brokenness to the redemptive stories of what God has done in their lives. This is a story worth loving, where every person finds their voice through storytelling. Get ready for a powerful episode of resilience, faith, and transformation. I have Carrington here to share her story. How are you, Carrington? I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so excited. Yeah, for sure. I'm so excited to hear your story. So yeah, let's just dive right in. And I know that you shared about you getting COVID. And there's so many different symptoms. Um, Some people might just be fatigued or have like brain fog that kind of persists. Um, Some people have like over 150 different symptoms. Like it really is so different for everyone. Um, Mm -hmm. Some people are bedridden and they have been since they got COVID in 2020. Um, And then some people are still able to go to work and, you know, just kind of manage their symptoms as best as they can. So it's really a catch-all for yeah. a wide range of symptoms yeah. and abilities. For sure. Yeah, that's wild. How did it affect you in your everyday? Like, did you have to stop going to work? Did you have to, like, stop going to classes? Or were you able to, like, still do those things? Yeah, so at the time, um, I was in my senior year of college. Um, and so I honestly got worried that I wasn't going to be able to graduate. Um, It was my last semester, you know, I was so close. Um, And that's a conversation I had with my family was like, you know, how can I push through to finish? You know, I'm so close. Um, And so really, it looked like, you know, just pushing through every day. Um, I ended up getting um, some help with our like disability resource center on campus they got me some accommodations that helped me with like not having to go to class every day and being able to watch online, um, which was really nice. And I'm so thankful for, um, but there were some days that were, you know, it was easier to go to class. And then some days it was really tough. Um, I can remember having like friends pick me up um, because I was too dizzy to drive myself to school or they would like pick me up from class and drive me to my car, you know, that's across campus because I just, was having too many breathing issues to be able to walk to my car. Um, And so it really was kind of a day by day Mm -hmm. evaluating, you know, how I was feeling and what I could manage that day. Um, But it truly was God's grace that I was able to push through and able to finish that semester. I look back and I'm like, I don't even remember studying or like taking these tests and doing these things. Like he just, he really just pulled me through it. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. And it's amazing to like, yeah, because like, I mean, I kind of have like an, like an extensive health history. So I can resonate of like, okay, what it looks like to push through and um, in hopes that things will just connect, like going to continue in life. And yeah, but, um, but it's also like knowing, okay, when to like step away. And it's just like hard decisions to make like as just like a college student and um, decisions that it is like really relying on the Lord for like guidance and um, like having discernment in that. But it's good that you were able to like have those conversations with family and really push through and just like finish college, which is so exciting. Yeah. 
I think that's so tough with like any health issue that's, you know, long-term is even short-term, honestly, is being able to pace yourself of like, is this gonna be too much for me? Or is this something I'm able to push through? You know, that's, it's really hard to discern that sometimes, especially the simple stuff, you know, like I need to go to the grocery store. I remember there were times that was way too much for me. Um, and I had to get friends to go to the store for me. And that just feels like something I should be able to do myself. And so it was a lot of learning humility as well and knowing like, it's okay to ask for help. Mm-hmm. Totally. And was that, was that something that was really hard for you at the beginning or did it come kind of naturally? Cause it was kind of like thrown at you that you had to do it. But cause I know that for me, like it's a very hard thing and I had to really learn, like it is okay to ask for help but it wasn't like the initial, like, oh yeah, this is totally fine. Right. No, it was definitely hard for me. Um, because I feel like I have always been someone who has been independent to a certain extent, but also I'm the one who loves to give help. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when I'm the one who, you know, couldn't do these things for myself, it was really a challenge. Um, even with my family, like it was easier with my family than asking my friends for help for some reason. Um, But even with them, it was hard to be like, hey, I can't go to the store today, you know, and I need groceries or I can't drive myself to school. I'm going to have to text a friend and see if they will like Mm -hmm. get class, you know, to come get me. Um, And I think especially getting help with our disability center on campus, that that just was really tough for me because I was like, Oh, like I don't have a disability. You know, I don't, I don't need special care or like, you know, different options for school. Like I should be fine. You know, I'm, I'm just this normal college student, but all of a sudden I wasn't. Um, Mm -hmm. and that, that was really tough for me admitting like, no, I really need extra help. Um, and it's okay to ask for it. Um, And so that was a a big learning process for me. Totally. Yeah. And I think it, it just reminds me like, even just like, yeah, like my health history, like is different, but I think there is like similarities where like, like being single, walking through health challenges, it's like, you do get to a point of like, oh yeah, I need to care for myself. Like I'm independent. Like I just need to do everything for myself. So like asking for help, like even with friends who you know that would step up and help, it's just like kind of like that situation where you're like, okay, but I also feel like this is weird and I don't actually want to help or like ask for help. And because it's just like that, like, I don't know, that tension of, okay, are they like, are they actually doing it because they want to, or are they doing it out of like obligation? But I think like, it would be so different if you were married and you had like that person who, you know, full well, that would be there and like fight for you and be there for you. And even though like knowing like, yes, friends are totally there. It's just like a different, it just feels different. You always feel like a shame to ask for it because you're like, I'm intruding on your life. Whereas which I mean, I'm single as well. So I have definitely struggled with some of those thoughts as well as like, it would be so much easier if I had a husband to just like take care of me because you know, he's committed. He doesn't have a choice. Yeah. Um, Whereas you're having to ask someone who it's really like, 
an inconvenience for them or it could be um yeah and so I know that I don't know I kind of felt that just being ashamed to ask for help especially when a lot of my symptoms just like outside looking in at me you couldn't tell that anything was wrong it was a lot of things that were happening internally um and so especially when it's something you know that people can't see it's like are they even gonna believe me (laughs) you know that this stuff is going on or that this is actually really hard for me I don't want them to think I'm just like taking advantage of them you know Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah it's a it's a interesting thing to process and to walk through for sure it is yeah yeah and how have you seen like the Lord um just like work in your life through that trial because like you're still dealing with it yeah Um, how have you seen like the Lord like really work in your life through this period period of your life there are honestly just so many ways that he has worked and I I just want to like hit on some of the big ones. Yeah. Um, for starters, this is kind of the most surface level one, but it's still just such a, such a miracle. Um, so when I first got COVID, I was actually like interviewing for medical school the same week that I had COVID. Um, and so, you know, I was so excited about that process. Um, and then ended up, not getting into medical school. Um, and, you know, in the meantime was dealing with long COVID and that wait before I had an answer on that. And so it really kind of was a challenge figuring out like, okay, what is my next step? Am I even able to go to medical school? Should I even apply again? You know, what is, everything was just a big question mark in my life, um, as to what I was able to do, how long, you know, my sickness was going to last. I, it was just, a a really, a really big time that I had to depend on the Lord, um, because I didn't know. Um, and no one knew my doctors didn't know my family didn't know. Um, but I, in the process of trying to figure out what was wrong with me, um, the last doctor I went to was a DO. Um, so a doctor of osteopathy, Um, and he's the one who diagnosed me with long COVID. He's the one who has been walking with me through this ever since. Um, so over a year now, he's been my doctor and has been cheering me on. He's incredible. Um, but I had considered DO school previously, um, and just knew that it was not for me. I was like, this is not what I want to do. Traditional med school is the route. Um, but after meeting him because of my sickness, um, he changed my life and getting to see that a DO was so different than all the other doctors I had seen. It made me want to be a DO. Um, so I ended up applying for DO school. I got in. And so I start DO school this summer. Um, and so that's like such a surface level thing, but that was a huge deal because if I had not gotten so sick and had not pursued so many doctors, I would have never met my doctor, my DO. Um, and I wouldn't know that that's the route that the Lord wanted me to take with my life. Um, yeah. And he just made that so clear to me. And so that's like one thing that's not even really related to sickness itself that the Lord has done through long COVID. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, it literally changed my life and the trajectory of my career and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like cool that like God has used that diagnosis to propel you into 
where you're meant to go. Yeah. I just think that that's like so neat that like he is so faithful in all things and like there is like that clarity that you feel of like okay this is what I'm supposed to step into and you like you pursued it you and then now you're doing it this summer so it's like I don't know I just think that that's like so neat to see like how God's hand has been on like the whole journey um for you so that's it makes me think of that verse um that like the Lord knows the plans that he has for us plans to prosper us not to harm us plans to give us hope in a future and I feel like most days that long COVID has been really bad for me it has it has been difficult to trust that like God wasn't out to get me you know that he wasn't actually having plans to harm me that's been really hard to believe a lot of days Mm -hmm. but this is one of those things where I can see tangibly no like long COVID was not to harm me it was to get me on the career path that the Lord has for me um, and to get me exactly where he wants me. And so, Mm. you know, that's just something that I can always look back to in the future, whether I continue to have long COVID or whether it goes away, I can always look back and see, no, like that was never to harm me. Um, It was, it was for my good. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. And I think just like the impact of that specific doctor as well, yeah, that's just really fascinating of like you interacting with that specific doctor that made you feel like he was like advocating for you, like he was there for you through the journey. And it's like, okay, now you can be that person for someone else. And yes. I just think, I just think that that is so neat. So I'm so excited for you to like Thank you. that new chapter of life and like seeing like how God is going to use that for his good. So yeah, I can't um, wait. Yeah. 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 What other, um, pivotal parts of how you've seen like God work, um, yeah. the season. So kind of like what we were talking about earlier with having to just learn humility and asking mm-hmm. for help. I really got to see the church step into their role as the church. Um, I had friends who just would drop everything to come and do whatever it was that I needed them to do. My family would drive, you know, an hour one way to come and go to the store for me or go to doctor's appointments with me. Um, So I go to a church in Starkville um, where I am now, but my home church where I grew up, Um, I had people texting me all the time from there Mm. being like, Hey, like I've heard that this is going on. I'm praying for you. Um, And so just really seeing the church step up in a time when my faith was being tested tremendously. Mm -hmm. And when I was so weak, physically, mentally, emotionally, in all the ways they were stepping in the gap for me um, and really praying me through that. Um, And so that was like a big thing that I learned. Um, and also just like being dependent on the Lord, you know, I, I have always liked to have control of things and I feel like all my life, the Lord has been trying to teach me how to let go of that and how to really just trust him fully. And there have been seasons when I have done that really well, Mm -hmm. that's just kind of a recurring theme in my life. The Lord is trying to continue to teach me that until I know it, you know, and I never forget it. Yeah. And so this was another one of those where I'm just having to learn to depend on him. Um, because I, there was nothing I could do to fix it. You know, there was no, 
medicine that I could take that was going to make it all better. There was no like certain food that I could eat, you know, that would just magically make everything okay. Um, And really like, I just had to lean on him because even, even my doctor who is so great, you know, he's like, I don't know how long this is going to last. You know, I don't know what's going to help and what's not going to help. We're just going to have to kind of experiment with it. And that's really scary to hear a doctor Mm -hmm. say that. Um, you know, someone who's really smart, who's supposed to know how to fix these things. Yeah. Um, and really, truly knowing that God is the only one who has an answer for this. And so really, it's been learning a lot about what healing looks like, mm-hmm. um, because without being sick, you you don't realize you need any kind of healing. You don't know what that experience is. And so that's been a huge blessing, getting to learn what healing is and what that looks like and how it's not always, you know, symptoms or sickness going away. That's not necessarily what healing is. And so that's been a beautiful process to walk through with the Lord. Um, and just seeing like, even though I'm still sick and I have good days, I have bad days still, um, like I am more whole today than I was before any of this started. Um, which is just the coolest thing ever. And that's just how God's economy works. You know, it's something that seems so backwards, but I really, I really am more whole and more healed now than before I was ever sick. Yeah. 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 That's so cool. And, um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think a lot of just like walking through like hard things, like, it is really challenging and it's like, we can be real about how challenging it is, but it's also like knowing that it's an opportunity to truly depend on God, like, like wholeheartedly. And, um, and I think it's like cool to see that he works in mysterious ways, walking through the trials and like, there is like that dependence and we do learn how to like, not have control over our life because everything's kind of like haphazard um walking through like a trial and a tribulation because that's what is in the bible like we're called to walk through those seasons and um we may not always understand why like we may not always understand like okay how how long is this going to last but we also don't need to know it's just like taking that next step and like going about your day of like, okay, Lord, like, I trust you. Like, I trust you in this season. I trust you, um, that you are good in this season. Even if that like can be kind of like a question mark. And I'm like curious as to like, as you've been walking through this season, um, it may seem like a very long season of like walking through long COVID. Um, has there ever been a point where, you have felt like kind of just like I don't know how to ask like what's like on my mind sometimes like words are hard um (laughs) but has there ever been a point where you have really questioned God and like his character because you've walked through this season or do you feel like it's kind of just caused you to think of him more in a certain way yeah his character no 100 percent. i 
have doubted God in this process. I have been angry at God. I have not wanted to talk to him. Um, and I really have questioned his character, um, which is like sinful of me. Um, but I think it's so easy for us to do when we are suffering and the Lord is gracious with us. Like there is mercy for that. Um, and I think, you know, the biggest thing was like, Lord, like you have promised to give me life to the full in Jesus. Like that is something we are promised. Mm -hmm. And I really wrestled with like, Lord, this is not life to the full, like Mm -hmm. not being able to drive my car because I'm so dizzy, you know, being so sick to my stomach that I just don't know what to do except like lay in the floor or, you know, like my brain is so cloudy right now that I just cannot think straight. All of these different symptoms that I've experienced, that is not life to the full. Yeah. Um, and so I really wrestled with that. Um, but what the Lord has taught me is life to the full is like never about, you know, these things that we think are good in this life. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we desire to get married or we desire mm-hmm. to have all of these like fun memories and these fun experiences. And we, we think that that is life to the full but I've learned that that's like so far from it. Um, That's such a a shallow interpretation of what life to the full is. Um, When actually life to the full is just being in the presence of Jesus. Um, And I think, you know, that's easy to say, but it's hard to believe that, Mm -hmm. Um, that, you know, you can be so sick um, and still be living life to the full. That's something so hard, you know, that I wrestled with a ton, but kind of being, you know, a little bit better now than I have been previously. I'm able to see that a little bit more clearly Mm. that, you know, he was, he was with me. And that was honestly as hard as a season as all of this has been, I can look back and see how genuinely sweet it has been because Mm -hmm. he just held me and carried me the whole time. Um, and so, yeah, like I, I have questioned God so much in the process. Um, and I, I still am struggling, but being a little bit more on the other side of the worst of it, I hope, um, I'm able to see a little bit more clearly and he, he gives me grace for, you know, all of the questioning that I did previously. And he's kind enough to bring me through enough where I can see, oh, wait, life to the full isn't really what I thought it was. Um, And it's, it's better. You know, I may not always feel that, you know, but it's true. And Mm -hmm. I think that we have to really cling to what's true versus what we feel and what we see sometimes, um, which is hard in and of itself. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) But that's something that I've had, had to learn a bunch. Um, I think of like the story of Lazarus um, when Lazarus died and Mary and Martha like asked Jesus to come while he was still sick. And Jesus was like, I'm going to wait. Cause he knew that, you know, in the time that he was waiting, Lazarus would pass. And I, I remember just like being really sick and wrestling with that passage um, Mm -hmm. a lot. And I just knew that the Lord had something there to show me. I just couldn't quite figure out what it was. Um, because I would just get angry, like, oh, you raised him from the dead. You know, my sickness is still here. I, I don't understand what, what you want me to see here. But eventually I sat with that scripture enough and the Lord revealed, like, sometimes we ask him to keep something from us. We, we ask him to keep hurt from us, keep death from us, keep sickness from us, whatever that is. 
we ask him to prevent our biggest fear. Um, but sometimes like the bigger miracle or having more faith, um, looks like asking him to sustain us in the middle of that biggest fear. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's kind of what happened with me is, you know, I was really afraid of COVID prior to getting it because my great aunt passed away from COVID early on in 2020. And so that was a really scary thought for me to mm -hmm. have COVID because I knew that it, it could kill people. Mm -hmm. um, and the Lord handed me my biggest fear. He handed Lazarus, you know, death. He handed Lazarus's siblings, the death of their brother. That's a really scary thing so that we could see how he can see us through that. And that, that takes more faith to ask him to help us through that and to sustain us through that and to give us whatever we need to keep going than to ask him to prevent it in the first place. Yeah. Um, and that's not, not an easy place to be. It's not a fun place to be, mm -hmm. but it's such a holy place to be, you know? For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's so good. Such a good reminder. Um, that like, yeah, sometimes God does give us what our like most fear is, but that he's like with us through it. And that yeah. it's like, kind of like facing it head on, which is not a fun thing. Not yeah, fun for thing. sure. But it's like, like he is like such a faithful God of like bringing things up and leading us through like a season that is really challenging, but yet he's like, literally like walking with us through it and yeah. like that is comforting and that's comforting to know that that is true like that is a truth that we can cling on to and that he's not gonna leave us or forsake us in yeah. those seasons um and you know like he chooses to indwell us like his spirit indwells us even in those times you know when we're so afraid or our body is so sick and you know we feel yeah. so frail he still chooses to step in to that with mm -hmm. us and to, you know, like I said, physically indwell us when he doesn't have to. Like, would you want to like trade places with someone who has, you know, stage three cancer, who's, yeah. you know, getting chemo? Like, no. no, but Jesus is like, no, I'll step in with them. Yeah. I'll do that. You know, I'll bear that with them. And I just think that that's really sweet of him. And we, we just forget that he's with us. We forget that he's in us. Sure. Um, and that changes everything. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's so good. Um, yeah. So is there any other like pivotal, like things that you wanted to share regarding like the season that you're in that like the Lord has like really been highlighting to you? I think really just that I know him in a deeper way. Mm. Um, and that's hard to like put words to, yeah. um, because it's such like a personal experience that I've had with him. It's not really something I can put on paper. Yeah. Like, this is how I see yeah. God now, yeah. um, you know, but really I, I have told myself this multiple times um, when I am feeling a little bit better. I'm like, you know what, as much as I would not choose this route for myself, I would not have picked this in a million years. Um, now that I've experienced it, I would choose it again and again and again because of how I know Jesus now, yeah. because of how I love him now. Um, I would do it all again. And so 
in the hardest moments, in the hardest days, it's really hard for me to believe that. But when I am removed from it a little bit, I can see clearly. And I'm like, no, I would do this again. Um, I would experience all of this suffering again to know him like this. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I just really am a different person in a lot of ways since I've been diagnosed with long COVID. Um, I just feel like I have grown leaps and bounds and looking, you know, at the moments that have filled up this year, you could look at, you know, a handful of them or a hundred of them. And I'd be like, there was no growth. I was just mad at God. You know, I was just crying 24 seven. I was just frustrated. I was angry. But in all of those days that passed, the Lord was working, even when, you know, in the day to day, I couldn't see it and I couldn't feel it. He was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's something that everyone needs to remember when they're experiencing something hard is like, you may not see it, you may not feel it, but I promise he's working. Um, and you just have to, to declare that to yourself and declare that over yourself, um, until you do see it until you do believe it because it's true. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. Yeah. Have you, um, Cause I think that like with walking through a trial and for it to be like such a long period of time, like right now, do you, like, do you feel like, um, like, how do you feel like the Lord is like restoring your life now specifically? Yeah, that's such a good question. Um, you know, I have had stretches of time you know months or sometimes it's shorter than that weeks at a time when I have felt so good and those are always such a gift um but it seems that it it always returns um you know maybe when it's least expected um but I have seen just from like a a health point of view my trend is upward um so even on my bad days now they're way less severe and way less bad than they were at the beginning, which is just such a mercy. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, the Lord doesn't have to do that. Um, I think for a long time, I thought that health was a given thing um, Mm -hmm. because I had never been unhealthy really for the most part. And so I just thought that that was something that I deserved. Um, And then all of a sudden I didn't have it anymore. And I felt like I had been wronged. You know, I felt like the Lord had robbed me of something that I earned or like desired or deserved. Um, But in this process, I've learned that, you know, that was, that was a gift from the beginning, you know, from the beginning health was grace and mercy given to me. um, And it's something that I took for granted for a long time, but I'm able to see now, you know, that I, I am doing better overall and I have a lot more good days than bad days. And so True. that has been one way that the Lord has res- been restoring my life um, in this time, but also just, he's really kind of shifted a lot of things in my heart. Um, he's worked a lot of things out of me mm-hmm. because of my sickness and he's worked a lot of new things in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's just how good he is, you know, that he can take something so hard and so tragic, and so full of Mm -hmm. suffering, and he can work something incredible in us um, that otherwise we wouldn't have, Um, and so 
I have seen the Lord restore me in that way as well, just working things out of me and working things in me. Um, but also just, you know, as far as a career goes, I'm going to be a much better physician because I know how to be a patient, you know, I know how to be sick Mm -hmm. and I know what that experience Mm -hmm. is like. And so I will be able to relate to people so much better and show so much more compassion to them because I know, you know, I've been there. I may not have, you know, kidney disease or, you know, whatever my patient may have in the future, Mm -hmm. but I do know what it's like to be sick. And I do know what it's like to suffer and to be afraid and to, you know, just really be uncertain about what's going to happen. And so I think that that is something that the Lord has gifted me. That's going to help me, you know, in my career in the future, um, Mm -hmm. as a way to better serve his people, um, which is just really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I love, I love what you shared about, um, yeah, just like seeing that, like with what you've dealt with, you can really like resonate with people who will be coming to you as you're a a physician and you can like sympathize with them and really like feel like what they're feeling because of what you have experienced and um, on a whole other level, because I think like you can still do that to a degree, but it's like, okay, no, like I understand, like I understand what you're walking through and I see you in it and I feel you in it because I've walked through a trial that other people were seeing me in. And so it's like, you can, you can be placed into a position where you can really, really truly see people. And I think that's just like such a, such a big thing that people really crave is to just feel seen and feel known and to feel loved in like the places where they may not feel that. And you stepping into this new season of life and like this new chapter, it's like, you can, you can do that for other people. And like, that's just exciting. And even just like in general, like in your life and because of the things that you've walked through, it's like, you can come alongside other people that um, may be feeling something similar. And that's just like a really powerful thing. And it's just like a way to like be Jesus's hands and feet um, every day because like there's so many opportunities to step into those areas. So yeah, it's a whole, I feel like people who struggle with health issues are almost their, their own like people group, you know, they're, they're sort of an un, I don't want to say unreached, but you know, there's a lot of people who are looking for hope, um, in really dark places. Mm -hmm. Um, and so knowing that I will be able to step into that with my own experiences Mm -hmm. to kind of lean on and to remember what it was like, it will help me do ministry better. And it will help me be able to use my career more as a ministry than a career. Yeah. Um, and I think that that is the way that the Lord intended it to be, you yeah. know? And so yeah. it might would have been harder for me had I not experienced this um, to do ministry as a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it just seems so obvious, you know, yeah. that like the Lord wants me to use what I have learned and use what I have experienced to show those who are sick that he's life. And he's life, even when you're sick, you know, that you can still have life to the full, um, 
it's probably not going to look like what you thought it was, um, but it'll be good Mm -hmm. because he's good. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Yeah. Um, I just think that your story is like so powerful and I am just so excited to just like see where you're headed and like how God's using you in your life right now and how he has used you through this trial and how he's been so incredibly like faithful to, um, yeah, to just like draw closer to him. And, um, because I think in a lot of ways people can easily draw away from him. Um, but it's, it's so sweet to see that you're just like drawing closer and closer to him. And that's just like really beautiful. Um, but like, as we wrap up this episode, is there any like last like encouragements that you would want to share, um, with the audience of like, just hope and walking through trials or, um, anything at all? Yeah. So, you know, you were saying that it's beautiful to see how I've drawn closer to the Lord in this time. And I think that almost every single day that has been a really big struggle for me with my health, I have not wanted to, like, I have not wanted to draw near to the Lord. I have not wanted to continue on with him. I've just been angry and, you know, confused and hurt and sick and all of these things. But I think my biggest piece of advice for people who might be suffering in any capacity um, would just be to continue on with the Lord when you don't want to, because most of, most of these days in the past year and a half um, have been really hard and I have not wanted to. um, But I, you know, knowing the Lord and knowing Jesus, you can't leave him. You know, he's, he's too good. He's everything. And so I think that that is where all of the refining, all of the, the working in and working out of you, all of, all of the holy stuff that happens, happens when you continue on with the Lord, when you don't want to. Um, and that might look like, you know, maybe you're so angry with the Lord, um, because of X, Y, or Z, but you pray anyway, it might be short. It may be, God, I'm angry. I'm sorry. I'm angry. Please change my heart. It can be that simple but it's mm-hmm. continuing on with him because our hope is in him, right? Yeah. Like a lot of my life, I have thought that hope was wishing for something. Yeah. That's how the world uses the word hope. Yeah. And so that's how I've always defined it. Um, but most recently, that's something that the Lord has been teaching me is mm-hmm. hope is not wishing for something. Hope yeah. is, is a done deal. It is yeah. something that is secure for us. And it's something that we get to take hold of and, and use it to get us where we're going. Hmm. It's something that anchors us into that thing that we are hoping for. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that he is our hope, we we can't let go of him. Yeah. Um, if we let go of him, we have no hope. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no hope for anything. And a lot of times I, I might have said, you know, I hope that I'll get better soon. I hope that things will be better soon. Um And maybe that wasn't the best wording, you know, all of those days, because hope is something that we have in Jesus. It's not something that we have in a circumstance. Yeah. And so maybe it's, you know, I'm optimistic that I'll get better soon, Mm -hmm. but my hope is in Jesus. And if not, he's going to use it. He's going to use whatever 
happens instead of all of those good things, he's going to use it. Or, you know, my hope is in Jesus. One day, all of this will be gone. If it's not gone in the next six months, in the next six years, it will be gone one day. And that hope is secure. That's a promise. Um, And so those would be my two biggest things would be to continue on with the Lord when you don't want to, because that's where the holy stuff happens. Um, And to anchor your hope in Jesus, that it's not a wish. It's not, you know, hoping for better days. It's hoping in Jesus Mm -hmm. and being optimistic about your circumstances. Yeah. Yeah. That's so good, Carrington. I love that. So wise, so wise. Um, That just like ministered to my heart, just talking with you and hearing your story and um, yeah, just like seeing like the work that the Lord is doing in your life and that he's carrying you through the trial and propelling you forward. And that's just like a beautiful thing. So thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Um, It is such an honor to just hear your story. Thank you so much. It was, it was an honor to be able to share um, what the Lord's been. Thank you for joining us on this inspiring journey of resilience and redemption. If you were moved by today's story, consider sharing them with others. Remember, your story matters. Stay tuned for more heartfelt stories on a story worth loving. Until next time, may your journey be filled with hope and faith. This is Laura signing off.